What's going on, Wolfpack Nation? Thank you so much again for tuning back in here for part two of our interview with former NC State pitcher Reed Johnston. So, again, if you haven't checked out part one yet, make sure to go check that out. As again, where we talked about, um, you know, obviously, uh, you know, his his decision of going pro versus uh, coming back to NC State. We talked about uh, his upcoming time uh, with uh, uh, Cleveland here, uh, and also to uh, talked about Coach Elliot Avon, obviously, uh, you know, that we all the man we all love. So, uh, but jumping into part two here again. So we're going to be talking about uh, this year's team a little bit so uh so we had on uh uh, uh sam heifel and chris villaman uh you know i think that were uh two of the you know big heads you know of, of the nc state bullpen last year obviously with you on it but also with other guys like matt willison um so but i mean so so tell us a little bit about you know those guys you know is there obviously you know i think that we all know how good sam is obviously with what he did against Vanderbilt being the highlight um, in the College World Series, and then you know we all know what he can do hitting the ball as well. Obviously, with with his with the second game against Vanderbilt, but you know, is there anything that maybe State fans you know you know may may need to keep an eye on you know with with uh, Sam, but then also to kind of talk a little bit about some of these other pitchers as well that maybe State fans haven't really heard a lot of as well. Yeah, I mean you you watch you know Sam and and Matt Willison and. Chris Villeman pitched last year, and you're like, wow, those guys are like, they got to be fourth or fifth year guys. And then you look back, and you know they played half of yeah. the year, their freshman year, and then you know a full season last year, and it's just, it's remarkable to see you know what mm-hmm. those three guys did with, I'm not gonna say as little experience as they've had, but you know they they haven't had a ton, and just to see you know what what they could do on the mound, you know mentally and, and physically is just. I mean, it's got to be exciting for this upcoming year. You know, you got those three guys, you know, leading you on the mound. And then you got guys like, you know, Garrett Payne, who, you know, pitched eight innings all year and then came into the College World Series through, you know, four or five innings, gave up one or two runs. It's like, wow, throw, throw another one in there. And, mm-hmm. I mean, just the, the young talent that, yeah. that was there last year, you know, they're going to be a year older this year, you know, another year of experience. And, you know, it'd be exciting to watch to watch them on the mound. You know, plus plus the guys mm-hmm. that they brought in too. And, and you know, I Oh, I, I mean just talking about, you know, the guys they brought in, you know, I haven't you know, I haven't, you know, been around the team much, but you know, just hearing about, you know, the new arms that they have in is, you know, it's exciting. I mean, I know there's some some junior college guys that can throw the ball, there's some freshmen that can throw the ball and you know, they'll I think they'll be just fine on the pitching mm-hmm. standpoint this year. Yeah, no, I think uh, definitely looking at this year's team, that definitely the uh, uh, the the bullpen's not not going to be the the, the uh, a, an issue for concern. Obviously, even bringing back an experienced guy like David Harrison as well. Um, but you know, looking at these guys yeah. as well, you know, again, there's there's a lot of new names, a lot of young names, uh, you know, and uh, so. One of the things too that I think that again that we kind of talked about that would be a worry versus not be a worry is that obviously we lost uh, you know a, a, a good amount of names uh, that that were a part of our batting order that I mean pretty much hit it was pretty much the same batting order for most of the entire season obviously with the Johnny Butlers the Terrell Tatum's um, the the uh, Votek yeah. Menseeks uh, and those guys and so you know losing those guys definitely is. Uh, you know, it's sad to see them go for sure, but you know, obviously getting guys back like the JT Jarrett's and Devontae Browns, but even adding in like the new guys like the Josh Hoods and uh you know, all these guys again, it it's uh 
it, it, it's uh, it's kind of one of those things that for from from where, I, where I'm sitting, it's kind of like, you know, if everything goes as as is expected, because I mean, like a guy like Josh Hood, who came from the University of Penn and 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 did very well at the University of Penn, and because then day, you know, the baseball is coming, you know, the same way whether you're at the University of Penn or at the NC State. So if you're hitting, you know, three, you know, three forty or three twenty, whatever at University of Penn, you know, you feel good that he's going to be able to 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 switch that to NC State, you know, hitting that hitting that well as well. So, I mean, it's uh you know, it, it leads you to be optimistic. Also, too, even like talking about the, the, the Duke exhibition. I mean, I mean, putting up 14 runs against a Duke team that just won the ACC championship over us. I mean, it's like, okay. I mean, that's, I mean, you know, not necessarily that kind of takes out all concern from the batting side, but I mean, you know, it's like, okay. I mean, there's a room for optimism there. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you know, you lose, you lose seven guys. Well, that leaves, you know, seven positions open and, you know, at, all through practice scrimmages there's you know two three deep at every position so it's just a it's just a battle between you know the the players at practice and you know i think that that helps more than anything because you know they're fighting for a spot they know there's seven lineup spots open and you know it brings the best out of everybody because you know you want to be your best you're gonna you know practice hard because you know you have to beat somebody out so you know in the end it does suck to lose seven guys out of a lineup but you know, I think those, you know, there's there's a lot of sure. competition going on now to, to fill those spots, and you know, I think I think they'll fill them with some good players. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Reed. Just I know, obviously, you weren't there this fall, but who we mentioned? I we mentioned Sam and and Chris. Um, and from a batting perspective, I know all those guys we lost. Who would you say? I guess from a pitching perspective and a hitting perspective that's still there that you played with, um, obviously don't know the new guys, who can make a huge impact on this 2022 season? Yeah, I mean, I think the one, one that comes to my head that not many people probably think of will be Kane and Silver. I mean, this is, you know, this is his fourth year here. He, you know, pitched a lot of innings his first and second year, I think. Last year he was kind of banged up, so he, he didn't get much playing time, but you know, that guy has more experience than, you know, anybody on that team on the on, in the pitching staff, just kind of what he's been through, you know, fifth-year senior. And, you know, he's a guy that can kind of do it all. I mean, he can, you know, start when he needs to. He can come out of the bullpen if he's needed to. And, you know, I think he's overlooked a lot. But, you know, I think he's a great weapon because, you know, he's not going to come in there and blow up by anybody. But he's a left-hander that has 10,000 mm-hmm. pitches. You know, he throws everything. So, you know, it, I think he can be effective and, you know, from, from the hitting standpoint, um, I'd say Noah souls. I mean, you know, he, he had, I don't know, 15 or 20 at bats that, that COVID year, you know, he had some good at bats, really good at bats. And then, you know, last year he didn't, he didn't get much playing time just because of, you know, the, the situation in the outfield, but, you know, he's kind of sat behind those guys from two years and, you know, seeing what they do and kind of their routine and, you know, obviously he's a great player with a great skill set. And, you know, I think at any minute he can kind of, you know, bust open and become potentially, you know, one of the hottest hitters on that team. I mean, that guy has all the tools and I think he's kind of a sleeper. So I'd, I'd look mm-hmm. for, you know, Noah Souls and Kane and Silver to kind of, you know, make something happen for the team this year. I love it. I love it. And, uh, you know, obviously, too, you know, one one of the things I want to mention as well is that, you know, obviously you mentioned Kane Silver, uh, who actually came from uh, Spartanburg Methodist College who transferred in. 
Um, one of the things mm -hmm. I love, and I've definitely noticed with NC State, is, you know, you 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 hear a lot of times, you know, obviously players transferring in, which is you know common. Obviously, this year had a lot of guys transfer in, um, but you don't typically hear a lot of players transferring out. Typically, you know, and uh, and I think that says two things. Mm -hmm. First of all, I think that that speaks a lot to the uh, um, to the environments that 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 Coach Avon and his staff have built there, and how you know all players yeah. want to be a part of it. Um, but, but, but also too, on top of it, I think that part of it probably too, is that, I mean, the ACC right now is as competitive as, as it's ever been. I mean, you know, like they're pretty much every single weekend, you know, every single team has a, at least a solid lineup that, that can easily win a game or two of, of a three game series. Um, but then you know, even at the top, you know, I mean, like, like looking at the, the top 25, you know, you see names like Georgia Tech um you know obviously Duke you know won AC title last year you know Carolina you're always going to know is going to be in in the fold um but you know even like the guys like Notre Dame Virginia Tech you know they're they're always teams that have solid teams and like Florida State you know they they just moved on from a Hall of Fame head coach and yet they're still going to be projected a top 10 top 15 team in the country so um you know mm -hmm. to kind of talk a little bit in terms of I mean how much the the competition that ECC has developed, and also to how enticing it is from a player perspective that every single weekend you're competing against you know some of the best baseball players in the country. Yeah, I mean i've I've kind of watched it right in front of my you know unfold in front of my eyes the last four years. I mean, you know that first year I played in the ACC, there was mm -hmm. I kind of felt like it was two halves. You know, there was a a top half and a bottom half. You know, regarding kind of the the competitiveness of the teams and then you know over the last you know two or three years especially this year I mean it seems like there might be one one or two teams that are above everybody but I mean it, it basically feels like a level playing field I mean like you know a team like Notre Dame that you know my freshman year I didn't think you know they were historically very good and then you know these last two years they yeah. they come out of nowhere and they're you know a na almost a national seed and it's just says something about the yeah. conference, you know, obviously. And then, you know, I think that that helps, you know, obviously that helps us because, you know, it's a competitive conference and who wouldn't want to play right. in it. And then, you know, you add on a school like NC State that's yeah. historically, you know, really good, produces, you know, great players that go on to have, you know, professional careers. It's, it's got to be enticing, to, you know, as a, as a recruiting standpoint to, you know, obviously playing the ACC, but then, you know, you see a school like NC State. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's hard to overlook that. Before we continue, I want to take a quick second to tell you about our sponsor, Flatlands Jessup Insurance Group, that has our whole world covered with agents in five offices throughout Eastern North Carolina to help you decide how much coverage you need. Offering policies for home and auto, recreational vehicles, commercial, crop, health, life, and employee benefits. They are able to combine options to find a comprehensive solution that works for you. Flatlands Jessup protects the things you love so you can spend less time wearing and more time enjoying them. Find them on Facebook and Instagram at Flatlands Jessup. You can also visit their webpage at www.flatlandsjessup.com. So please make sure to go and check them out. And uh, go, ahead, go ahead, Rob. Yeah, no, I was just going to build off that, and I know we'll touch on this in a few minutes, but you've traveled to probably, you've probably played at every ACC school, and you've seen their facilities and their uh, indoor facilities, and now it's just another thing in, in a year or two when we complete this, uh, the Doak upgrade. Um, how much of an impact do you think that has now with these new facilities in a year or two from now? 
Yeah, I mean, it's huge. I mean, you, you walk into some of these facilities, and it's, I mean, it's kind of surreal, the, the, the enhancements that, you know, all these facilities have had. I mean, you know, we went to Clemson freshman year, and it's just like, is this really a baseball facility? I mean, it was unbelievable, the stuff they had. And then, you know, you go to somewhere like, you know, Carolina, you know, as much as I don't don't like them, I mean, they got a, a great place over there, you know, a great stadium. And I think, you know, it's kind of spread out that, you know, if you want to compete in this league, you, you know, got to enhance your facilities because that has something to do with recruiting. And, you know, I know we're going to touch on it in a minute, but, you know, I think that ended up helping us, you know, kind of get some, some upgrades at the dope this year. Yeah. Well, because obviously the biggest place that really stood out, I think, is when we went to the College World Series and a lot mm-hmm. of state fans really kind of did the side by side comparison and compared like our facilities versus like Mississippi State and Texas and Arkansas, yeah. obviously, and was like, I mean, it's like night and day. It's like it's mm-hmm. not even night and day. It's like literally like 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 it's like Pluto and Earth. It's like not even close, you know. And so so I think that first yeah. of all, again, just gives a huge testament to to coach Avent and 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 his staff i mean like i, I know coach hart is is the, you know the head recruiting guy so i mean huge hats off to coach hart and these guys that they're able to get this talent obviously to nc state even with the the facilities that they have but um you know and so i mean obviously kind of jumping into it a little bit now so i know that from talking with with sam and some of the other guys that you guys found out about the new upgrades um during the uh the ring ceremony for the college world series so uh, what was your initial reaction when you saw the uh the 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 plans and what was maybe one specific thing that stood out to you or that that you liked the most maybe yeah i mean it was you know obviously also it was you know we were so excited to see that i mean Kind of once we got back from Omaha, it was it was kind of a build up. You know, we we figured that something was going to happen soon, but we didn't know when. And then you know the the months kept passing, and it was just like, okay, if they're going to do something, like we just got back from the World Series, now's the perfect time to do it. I mean, it's it's got to happen. And then you know they you got they it. showed us the yeah, I mean they showed us the uh, the video, you know, at the at the ring ceremony and. You know, we all got to be the first people to see that, which was, you know, I think that was special because I think that team had a lot to do with it. You know, I don't think it was just that team. You know, obviously the the teams, you know, in the the in the past, kind of built up to that. But you know, if we don't go to the World Series, does that happen? I don't know. But you know, I'm glad that that they were able to show us that. And you know, just looking at at the guys' faces, you know, obviously I won't ever get to play in the in the new Doke, but you know, seeing the guys' faces that you know, potentially will will be there to play there was was the most exciting part. And, you know, looking at, you know, seeing Coach Avent and all the coaches there, you know, how happy they were. Just, you know, seeing Coach Avent, I mean, that guy's worked his whole life to to get something like that. And, you know, I think it's, it was just – it was awesome to see. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, obviously, too, you know, the, the one thing which uh, – you know, first of all, I mean, some to highlight some of the some of the cool parts. Obviously, you know, up, I know for me and a lot of state fans, it was upgrading the the scoreboard first of all. You know, giving it a huge upgrade. You know, just just making it look a whole lot fresher. But also, too, from the player perspective, you know, having proper facilities. Um, you know, and and obviously upgrading the locker room. You know, kind of adding that cool factor. At the end of the day, it should be about 
pleasing the players first and then fans second. At the end of the day, that's how it should be. You know, I mean, because mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, for first for a fan, I'll, I'll take you know, having to, you know, order at, you know, a, a, a food, you know, truck or whatever and having no shade, um, but getting to watch, you know, a, a, you know, top five team every single weekend over having all the shade and having all these beautiful concessions, you know, to watch, you know, a top, you know, 20 team, you know, then they, it's, it's, you know, we, we want to have the best players and the best, uh, product on the field that you can. Um, but you know, uh, Looking at it kind of from the perspective, I mean, you know, from a player side is, I mean, like looking at like, I, obviously the, the training facilities, but then the locker room, you know, was there like one point from a, from a player side that kind of stood out to you of like, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's needed or like, thank goodness that that's, that's finally, that's finally getting changed. Like one part of it. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'd say the locker room because, you know, I think the, the funnest times you have at the baseball field is, is in the locker room. You know, you got all the guys in there, you know, throwing hacky sacks around, you know, just, you know, joking around with each other. And, you know, all, all the fun happens in the locker room. So, you know, I think that the locker room really stood out to me. And then, you know, the kind of the enhancements down the right field, you know, with the, you know, the new, you know, player facility with the batting cage, you know, weight room, you know, all that's important. Because, you know, that, that just goes into the player development mm-hmm. and, you know, kind of have everything right there and, you know, a better version of everything will just, you know, I think, you know, adds up and, and it's good to see. Mm-hmm. Makes it easy Absolutely. with everything at the Doak instead of scooting around campus to go lift it to the WB or uh, Reynolds and then go to class and just one, one spot will be perfect for everyone. Yeah. Yeah, a lot less, a lot less parking tickets for everybody. Yeah. I think. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you know, obviously going to the uh, you know going to the end here, Reed. Uh, you know, one of the things I wanted to touch on is we talked a little bit about Coach Hart here, and because uh, I think that this is kind of something we haven't really talked about much with some of the other players. I wanted to talk with you since you've been there for four years and obviously been around Coach Hart for some time, and I'm sure it was recruited by him and all that jazz. And uh, you know. I think it's very evident the fact that Coach Hart has been here for so long and combined with how amazing of a job he's done with hitters, you know, how amazing of a job he's done developing hitters, but also to how amazing of a job he's done in recruiting trail. I mean, literally, he is one of the top assistant coaches in the country. So the fact that he still is here as the assistant coach, tell I mean, because I mean, there's no way he hasn't gotten calls and offers for head coaching positions. There's just no way. Um, but I mean, it just, yeah. it just leads to that. I mean, I think that, that it really is just setting up. Cause I mean, again, I mean, I, you know, unfortunately, you know, it, it's, you know, you know, just, just like you said, everybody's got to hang up their cleats at some point. Everybody's going to hang up their clipboard at some point. And obviously at some point, coach Avon's got to retire, you know, even though we don't want yeah. it to be, but you know, it's just setting up so beautifully that coach Hart, you know, would be the, the, the main option to take over. And I, I mean, I'm sure that's, that's something that him and coach Avon have talked about saying, Hey, you know, I'm going to be here for, you know, so many more years. And then after that, you'll take over. And then we, we, we won't even, we won't even skip a beat. You know what I mean? Um, so, you know, I mean, is that kind of the impression you've gotten as well from the player's perspective? You know, I know obviously you probably can't share too much internal information, obviously, but I mean, from a fan's perspective, I think that's what we all want. And I, I cause also I think it would mean the most coach event for coach Hart to take over, but also too, it's just the smartest thing. It seems like, you know, it's a smart situation. It's the only one that really makes sense. I feel like. 
Yeah, I mean, I can, you know, probably speak on behalf of most of the players that have come before me or, you know, whatever. But, you know, I think if, there, if there's anybody that deserves the, the next head coach, you know, coaching job NC State, it's, it's got to be Chris Hart. I mean, you know, he's, I think he's been there 16 years, all of them, you know, obviously with Coach Avent. I mean, mm-hmm. if Coach Avent knows, you know, NC State baseball, you know, at the top level, then Coach Hart's right under him. And, you know, he's been there learning under Coach Avent for that long. And, you know, just what he does for the program. I mean, he, you know, he does more than, than anybody knows because, you know, he's kind of a quiet guy. He kind of goes unnoticed. But just what he does and, and his baseball mm-hmm. knowledge and his, you know, ability to recruit and develop players is is unheard of. And, you know, obviously he got that assistant coach of the year award. So, you know, that, that obviously says something about him that, you know, the, the outsiders are seeing how, you know, how good of a coach he is. And I just think that it makes – too much sense to you know have him as the next head coach I mean he definitely deserves it and he definitely has the ability to you know keep things going in Raleigh mm-hmm. yeah I think that was just it, a it, seamless transition um down the road too mm-hmm. you won't have you mm-hmm. won't lose recruits you won't lose yeah. um yeah it would just be seamless you know mm-hmm. yeah yeah I mean it, yeah. it makes and, too much sense and, uh, if, th- you know if you if you think about it yeah. Yeah. Now, now the only thing that I haven't seen from Coach Hart, which you know, I I, I hope that Avon's kind of taught will have will have taught him by the time Avon retires, is uh, make sure that that Coach Hart's got uh, a, a wicked spin move down. You know, I think that's <laughs> some from Coach Avon's arsenal that that you want to make sure Coach Hart has. You know, uh, but hey, I, I I've seen all too many times Coach <laughs> Coach Hart get in uh, you know umpires' faces, and then you know, and then you know Elliot Avon, you know. You know, Mr. Five, you know, 10, 11 himself, you know, throwing Coach Hart out of the way to get in himself, you know, like it, it's, yeah. So yeah. That, that's the only thing. No, but I, I mean, I, don't think, I have no doubts in it. So I don't, I don't think you're going to see the spin move from Coach Hart. You might, you might see something else, but I don't, I don't think that's in his personality to pull that one out. <laughs> I gotcha. I gotcha. Awesome, Reed. Well, again, first of all, again, I want to say thank you so much again for joining us, but also to obviously best of luck, uh, you know, definitely, you know, with, with the spring training here. And again, no doubt that every single state fan here, uh, you know, and all, all across the country is uh, cheering for you. And, uh, uh, you know, even if they're, you know, a, a, even if they cheer for a rival team of, of Cleveland, I'm sure that there's like a, a 1% that inside of them that, that pulls for, for you no, no matter what. So, uh, but best of luck to you here and uh, we're cheering for you. Yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you all for your support. And, you know, I think I have a good thing going with this podcast. I hope y'all can, you know, keep it up. I enjoy listening to what past episodes. So I appreciate it. And thanks for having me on. I appreciate Yeah, best of I luck. Appreciate your time. Best of luck. And mm-hmm. yeah, we'll be in touch and we'll be following you. Absolutely. Hopefully awesome. we'll, uh, Absolutely. we'll see you at the, the new Doke one day. Yeah, yeah. I plan no, to be there. I have you back. <laughs> yeah.
<laughs> awesome. Well, thank you all so much again for tuning in. Really do appreciate uh, everybody. And uh, again, definitely hope that you have enjoyed this series here, kind of, you know, talking to some past uh, Pac-9 players, but also to kind of getting really excited about the potential of what this upcoming 2022 season has for, for, for us here. But uh, if you haven't already, make sure to, again, hit that subscribe button. Again, it's free to do. And also to make sure that you don't miss out on any of our new content. Uh, and also to give this video a like as it helps us uh, getting get this video uh, in front of more NC State fans' eyes. And also give us a follow, Tuffy Talk Now, on Twitter, Instagram. And make sure, too, if you haven't already gone gone to follow Reed, make sure to go check him out on all social media as well and give him a follow as well um, and uh, to keep in touch with them. But anyway, thank you all so much again. And, hey, as always, go back, y'all. We'll see you all soon.